0: We're now going to the Aravelli, somewhere that we'll be able to get to a little quicker than South Australia, uh, and we're going to have a chat with um, Sandra Japuri from Yeringburg. Good morning, Sandra.
1: Hi, Simon. How are you? I'm
0: well, thank you. Um, so, you ha- no open day this year, unfortunately.
1: No, no, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, we're part of Metro Melbourne, surprisingly enough, and um, so we're in lockdown. Yeah. And, yeah, no, it's, um, it's not... Not possible not. at all. Unfortunately, um, we we hung on for a long time, thinking we might be able to do it. But in the end, we decided it's um, it's not worth it's not worth the risk, really. Yeah. in any
0: form. No, yeah. indeed. Um, because uh, obviously, Euringberg is is not somewhere that we can generally go to for a cellar door experience. And um, and the the open day is something people look forward to every year to to come and have a chat to you guys, and and you to have a chat to you. To your mailing list customers and um, yeah it's a, it's a, a big weekend
1: it, it has it has evolved to be a very um, a very big social weekend and it's become almost a multi-generational thing where people um, have come as children and then they come a few years later as adults and then bring their own children and um, <laughs> it's our annual time to see people and um, we've always loved that interaction um, showing the wines to people face- to-face. And um, giving feedback, hmm. but
0: alas, alas, next and year. yes, next year indeed. And so the wines are still uh, are still released, and um, so we don't have to worry about that. And uh, you send out a newsletter to people on the mailing list, um, and as you said in there, trust us, the wines are still good. <laughs> um, you know, and if they're not if they're not to your liking, make sure you let us know. But um, so the, the wines have been released. How, how have you found the so mostly they're 2018, is that right?
1: Yes, so um, we're releasing our six 2018 wines to our mailing list um, and then we are also releasing new wine, which is a straight Cabernet Sauvignon um, from 2017. Um, there's a bit of a story behind that. We've never made a... Well, we maybe we made a straight Cabernet Sauvignon back in the 70s, but we haven't made one for a long time and um we just made a few barrels of this um partly for our family in switzerland who are celebrating 650 years which is an extraordinary time and they were planning a big get-together for june this year with depurries coming from all over the world but of course that was cancelled um but we um especially Labeled this wine so that um, each member of the family who were coming for the for the event would get a bottle of a De Puri wine, um, and so the wine. Some of the wine has gone to Switzerland, and um, the rest of it is is now available for our mailing list.
0: Mm. Um, mm. We've uh, we've got a, a text in line here, uh, which for anyone who. Needs the number again, it's 0456 six ninety six five ninety six five. So people can text in a question. And one of our listeners has, Christopher, he has, he's a good customer of yours. He says he's got Cabernet and the Shiraz from 2010, 12, 15, 17.
1: Wow, um, that's a nice collection.
0: Yeah. So, and he's, he's, his question is how do the wines from 18 and 19 and um, 20 compare to those vintages? So, God, Ten, twelve, fifteen,
1: seventeen. Um, so the wines from twenty are just infants at the moment, and um, and there's a very small amount of them. So I can't really comment on those because they're not going to emerge for a long time. Yep. Um, the wines from nineteen are again uh, still in bottle, uh, still in barrel, and um, so. Again, I'll probably refrain from Reserve commenting judgment, apart, from yeah. the fact, apart from the fact it was great vintage, yep. a really good vintage. Um, and 18s compared to 10, 12, 15, 17. I think 18's probably a bit more like fifteens. 17 was a bit cooler. 18's, 18 was a bit warmer. The wines are a bit plusher with really lovely fruit. But they're up there. Hmm. you know, It's a good vintage.
0: Because fifteen yeah. goes down as a good vintage for the valley.
1: Fifteen was a great vintage. Yeah, yeah I think the the Euro valleys had a run of really good vintages.
0: Yeah, that's true, isn't
1: it? You know, we really haven't had any any Shockers. substandard <laughs> vintages for a long time. Yeah,
0: mm. oh, that's yeah. that's good. So, um, Christopher, keep uh, just yeah, keep looking out. Wait for the the to come out next year and. Um, and you'll be happy probably, most likely. <laughs> um so uh now I I love the, the um the Yeringberg story and and you know, there is that mystery around the fact that you can't come and visit all the time and you know that you know that it's it's, it's old school in some ways, you know, and um uh but I love that, you know, your your brother um grows the lambs and uh, and mm-hmm. that you've you've got lamb sales to the mailing list this year which in some part I guess is because the restaurants are closed uh,
1: Well, no, no, not entirely so um, we started the lamb sales um, a couple of years ago in a very small way mm-hmm. um, and now we're making it a bit more public it was a bit more word of mouth I think back okay. then um, but we we have quite a lot of land here at Yellingberg and it's not all wine we produce a lot of lambs as well and our lambs um well i mean i might be biased but it's really good lamb (laughs) and so we started selling direct to consumer um and so we do that for over the summer period when the lambs are ready Mm. Um, and as well as going into some restaurants so hopefully restaurants will be back up and going by the time the lambs are ready at the end of the year
0: Mm. And good prices. Um, people should go to the website. Uh, is it on the website? Well, no, it's the no, website it's on, on the mailing list thing. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, our website is one page. It's yes. Very
0: helpful. No, so it was on the, it was on an email that you sent out then. So mm-hmm. come, go to the website, sign up for the mailing list. That's step one. Um, but you know, a, a lamb, and, and people will need a deep freeze and things like that. But, you know, really for, for, you know, well, obviously, grass-fed lamb from the Yarra Valley um, butchered and and uh, you can have half a lamb or or a full lamb, and it's some um, really reasonable prices.
1: Yeah, yeah, we use a we use a local butcher up in Hillsville, and all the lamb um, cut into different cuts, mm. and then vacuum sealed, so it's ready to either be eaten or go in the freezer, and yeah, it's lamb with provenance. Mm. We, you know, grows up on the lovely green grass of the Aravalli and. It tastes like
0: it. And which wines are we preferring um, from the 2018 range? Which wines would you be um, pairing with your lamb? <laughs>
1: uh, I I love Cabernet with lamb. I think um, or Cabernet blends. Um, I think the the you know the structure and the acidity and the tannins in Cabernet can really work well with lamb, but this year I might be matching the 18 Shiraz because it's just a lovely wine mm. and that might be the one I'm having with
0: Lamb. Okay, that's good. Um, and you do a beautiful Chardonnay as well. And um, yeah, So you said there's 18, sorry, there's um, eight 2018 wines?
1: No, six of them. Oh, six so we have, yeah, we have a to just run through them quickly. Yep, go for it. Yeah, we have a masson Roussan blend, um, a Chardonnay, and a Viognier, mm-hmm. and then we make three red wines, a Pinot Noir, a Shiraz that has a little bit of Viognier in it, though so it's not on the label, mm-hmm. and a wine that's just called Yeringberg, which is a blend of five varieties from the Cabernet family. So they're the six wines that we... Yep. Make each year because you know they're the grapes we have. We don't we don't ever buy grapes. We grow all our own grapes.
0: Yeah. Um, now the other the other thing I wanted to chat about, speaking of of the vines and and what you have, um, the the insurance program that you're working on for uh, to guard against phylloxera, um, and that you've you've taken some cuttings and they're they're sort of a year old now, um, and just that process and. Um, uh, of, of grafting over onto rootstock?
1: Yes, so we decided that um, we needed to move up, start moving our vineyard over onto rootstock because at the moment all our vines are on their own roots which you know means essentially you can take a cutting and put it in the ground and it grows um, but that means it's susceptible to phylloxera and we will get phylloxera eventually because it hasn't been stopped anywhere in the world and it's right next door so we've taken cuttings from all our really old vines, that some of which we don't even know exactly what clones they are. Um, and they were grafted onto rootstocks. Our local uh, wine growers association has a grafting service, which is fabulous. So we've had them grafted and then we keep them warm in the bathroom in my house actually for a month. Yeah. And then <laughs> I did like then, that. That's... Yeah, luckily I have two bathrooms in my house. Um, <laughs> and then they go into a hot house for a year, um, and then they get and so they grow under under shelter um, and kept at a nice temperature. Mm-hmm. And then they get pulled out of the hot house and um, put in a cool room for a few months, and then later on in the spring they'll go into the ground. Mm. So it's quite a long process. Um, it's a bit easier just to buy them from a nursery, um, but we can't get all the yeah it's old. not it's
0: not your old material it's not that
1: yeah. exactly, yeah, so we're we're doing a combination of some stuff we're buying from a nursery and other ones we're taking it from our old vineyard so hey. and it's planning for the future, I mean, it's insurance, but it's also making sure that we're going to have good, healthy vines in the ground for the next generation and the one after because we're. We like to plan very long term
0: here. Well, you've got a you've you've got an aim to get to that six hundred and fifty years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So, uh, and and the uh, the other part to that is that you when you do when you are planting these out, that you're actually slightly changing the way you plant it, um, just to sort of take account of, of maybe your slightly warmer um, climate these days.
1: Yes, yeah, I mean there's no doubt the climate's changing um, and uh, it will continue to change I suspect and so we're lucky here in that we have unused parts of our hillside where we can put new vineyards in. So we're moving around to a more easterly slope for a lot of the varieties and for the Pinot we've gone for a southerly slope Um, and we're also changing our row orientation slightly so to better protect from the afternoon Sun so it's one of those opportunities when you put a new vineyard in you can really think about where you put it and the orientation and space in them because it's very hard to change that afterwards
0: yeah of course mm. um, well that's, uh, that's plenty to do hey eh?
1: it's it's very exciting where yeah. we're watching all the posts go in and it's Yeah, It's a very exciting time to be putting in new vineyards Um, and we'll see the fruit coming off those in a few years time and a few years after that we'll make wine from it.
0: Fantastic. And so we're currently at four generations of of winemakers. Um, Is there a fifth coming showing any interest?
1: Well the fifth generation are all at school and uni at the moment Mm -hmm. Um, but They all get involved in whatever's going on on the farm or in the winery. Um, No one's started studying winemaking yet, but there's plenty of time.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, It's a pretty special part of the world where you are, so um, uh, I'm sure the bug will. It probably has already got uh, got them, but uh, yes, it will. um, Sometimes you know we we chat to people um, from all over Australia, and and uh, often. It's, you know, it's, you go to uni, you have the gap year, then you just eventually, just sucks you in, back in. <laughs> so <laughs> even with, with full intentions of not staying in the industry or being in it, um, uh, there's a very strong pull in general terms, especially with, you know, a long, a long history of a winemaking family.
1: Yes, that's, that's true. I think um, the attachment we have to the land here is is very strong.
0: Mm. And your mum and dad, they're well?
1: They are well. Yes, they're, um, they're they're a bit um, constrained in being isolated. <laughs> yes. Um they'd much prefer to be travelling and going out for dinner. Um, but they're well. Good.
0: And yes. safer right now to be uh, to be on the farm.
1: Uh, we are so blessed mm-hmm. to live on a big farm in these times. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, Sandra, yes. Um, everyone should go to the website, sign up for the newsletter. Uh, and then uh, they will get, or, and they can contact you and get a um, an order form sent out so they can everyone That's can right. get hold of the 2018s. Um, yes. Great to chat. Um, we'll see you next October. Let's be positive. Hey.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Hopefully, things are back to a better form of normality by then. Yes, I'm yes.
0: sure. All yes. right, Sandra. Great All to right. chat. Thank you.
1: Thanks, thanks, Simon. Thanks.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.